Hi everyone, just jumping in here to give you a wee snippet of Culture Vulture, our pop culture podcast. So if you want a break from the news, you should jump over and subscribe to it. Kia ora everyone and welcome back to another episode of Culture Vulture, the long-awaited, yay, formerly known as Kanye West uh, series. Now, Liv, we've both watched the documentary. We've been waiting for the documentary. We have. We have. Yeah, he has been screaming for us to speak about him for weeks, and we have been drip-feeding a little bit here and there. We but absolutely have. We've been teasing out this episode for quite a long time. Too long of a time, Too probably. long of a time. Like, me and Liv, honestly, I'm sick of talking and learning and about thinking about Kanye yay. West mm-hmm. or Yay. And so... We have two episodes, the first one being sort of the complicated life of Kanye, mm-hmm. of Ye, mm-hmm. and then next week we're going to go into the many controversies. So this week you're going to get a bit of background from Liv, she's running the show, and then, yeah, we'll get into all the sort of, I don't want to call it juicy stuff because a lot of it's like borderline abusive, mm-hmm. but all of the... All of the stuff that's been happening kind of recently, Sort of recently, right? or yeah. since he decided to run for president. Totally. Like the modern era of Kanye. Yeah. I think one of the things we found and we wanted to talk about just before we get into anything, obviously with Ye, basically every controversy or everything he does is underpinned by his mental state. And you can see it in the documentary, you can see it just briefly, it briefly touches on his mental state and we can see it unfolding right now. And so it's just, we want to um, just put a wee disclaimer that either this could be hard to listen to at times if you too struggle with your mental health or um, otherwise it's just good context to have when we're discussing anything to do with his actions, just to know that from the get-go. Obviously, as usual, I'm going to start with a naughty or nice. Um, but first, Liv, what describes your week this week? Okay, what describes my week is Jesus Walks because I just spent so much time researching Kanye and that is a huge song that we kind of get to know all about within his documentary. Also, I went for a really big walk on the weekend. Um, and but, she thinks she's a god. Yeah. She's no. I am a god. I am Nike. <laughs> There's actually, there were no religious undertones to my weekend, but um, that's all I could come up with this week. Oh, I so, love that. Yeah. How about you, Luce? So it's funny because Ruby was just saying, because Ruby edits these podcasts, and she was saying, she's like, Luce, I love that Liv still tries to connect her what describes her week to, to something some sort cultural. of culture phenomenon. and she was like whereas i just fucking say whatever describes like my week rosé yeah, <laughs> yeah. rosé twice <laughs> done that twice well my one is kind of cultural pop cultural this week my um what describes my week is the barbie summer party mix oh, right, now do okay. you remember the barbie summer party mixes look it rings a bell but you're gonna have to okay. reject my memory so there were cds that were basically just playlists in the same vein as now 11 oh, now this is what huge. i call music blah 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 like huge before spotify playlists spotify playlists walked no barbie summer party mixes walked or now 20 <laughs> now 21 walked yeah so the fucking spotify playlists could run it's basically them, but on a cd so i had one called the barbie summer party mix and it just had all these fucking great like 2000s songs and lately i've just really been into like left outside the line by anastasia i just like was obsessed with recently for a time and uh-huh. then one of my workmates 
brought up Alanis Morissette to me and then I've been obsessed with her and then I went to Avril Lavigne and then I lis- listened to These Words by Natasha Bedingfield oh, this weekend. Oh, what a fucking tune. Like, I'm so- I always knew it was like a quote-unquote banger, but now I'm like, is this one of the best songs ever? Like, I think it's one of the best songs ever written. Like, yeah. I love it. Huge on SingStar. Oh, so yeah. So you're going back to the kind of like 2000s yeah, pop era. very much so. And so I spent, honestly, I spent so long, you say, like three hours going through all the Now This Is What I Call Musics and the Barbie Summer Party mixes. quite nostalgic. Yeah, so nostalgic, but also just like... This is exactly what I want to be listening to right now, and I don't even know why. I love it. And I've made the best playlist ever, and... I think um, it's because you're getting into beating. Might be the beating, but this did happen before the beating. <laughs> right, okay, okay. When she says beating, she also means, like, making jewelry. <laughs> In case you're not mind. other <laughs> types of beating. No, that's not the Well, maybe no one's mind went there and, and just yours just did. But that's all right. Um, so, Barbie summer party mix is what <laughs> describes my week. And that's cultural as fuck. Yeah, I know. So, this week, Ruby, we're both um, sticking to the rules. We're both we are not wild. Vaguely. Vaguely. My first naughty or nice. Let me get into it. Kanye West targets Pete Davidson in disturbing new video. Mm-hmm. Now, I couldn't leave this till next week or I couldn't leave it out now because this um, is actually, like, disturbing, threatening, abusive. Honestly, all of the above. All of the above. For, for Kim, like, I'm not surprised if her or Pete Davidson feel, like, incredibly unsafe right now. Oh, I would. I would be terrified. I would be terrified about the fact that this went ahead and passed through so many people to get it out there. I know. So let me just let me just explain what it is, and then we can have a bit of a chat about it. So Kanye released a new song. Actually, we spoke about it called Easy, which has some lyrics in it that are quite against Pete Davidson. So we sort of knew... Well, no, we didn't know that the music video was going to be this like out of pocket, but um, we knew it might have something to do with Pete Davidson. So anyway, in this music video, it's basically a claymation figure of Yay wearing a mask, and he kidnaps a claymation Pete Davidson, Davidson buries him in the ground, and then like plants flowers on him, but like kills him. Like, like grabs his head or something. Yeah, it's it, honestly it's creepy. Like ties him up on the back of a motorbike. Yeah, buries him, and then at the very end, it says everyone lived happily ever after except Skeet. You know who. JK, he's fine. Like, just, and it's really ominous. It's a really dark music video. No, it's really fucking dark. I think, like, the fact that Kanye is now, like, 44 I or know. something, and he's doing shit like this, and he's the father to four kids. It's scary. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it is really scary. And and this comes after he had, like, said to his Instagram followers, like, scream at the loser at the top of your lungs, shout Kim Yeh forever. He posted a screenshot of some messages from, apparently from Kim, I can't verify this, who said, you're creating a dangerous and scary environment and someone will hurt Pete and this will be all your fault. Um, And then he said, upon my wife's request, please nobody do anything physical to Skeet. I'm going to handle the situation myself. And then he made this music video. It's not a situation. No. Like, you're not involved in the situation. Well, you've created the situation. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you're going to handle the situation? You've broken up with your wife and she's with someone else. Like, yeah. I know. Move on. And, and so, I don't know. It's This is actually harassment. Like, I see a lot of commentary about this being like, this has moved into abusive territory. If it was anyone else doing this to anyone else, like, 
would we be acting the same way? No, we absolutely I know. It's wouldn't. gotten to the point when, you know, some people are finding this kind of moderately entertaining, all of this yeah. stuff going on, and now it's really crossed the line. And I think Kanye knows that he's got huge influence. And oh, yeah. That's the fact, like, yeah, just because maybe he won't physically hurt Pete or whatever does not mean that his fans think the same. Absolutely. And, like, back to what you were saying before, like, also YouTube, where the video lives largely for most of us, like, they know what the famous music video was like when he went ahead and had, like, naked body doubles of Taylor Swift and all these other people and, and how that went down. Like, surely they see Kanye West dropping a new music video or something and, like, I don't know what they can do, but surely it's something rather than just, like, we were saying before, there seems to be no roadblocks no roadblocks in the way. Oh, and I think that we're going to get into this a little later on, but it's like he is not having anyone grounding him, anyone kind of being like, no, yeah. basically. Like, who the fuck animated this? Who said yes to animating yeah. this video? You know, like, there's a whole lot of people and involved in the animating, production like, of this. Creating creating things um, as well. Recording it. Like, I'm sure he didn't do everything himself. No. Like, this was, like, a big project. Who the fuck? Yeah. Who's the producer on this? Yeah, like, I know. So, so that's naughty, Obviously, Very. yeah, that is naughty. And yeah, we're going to get into more of yay in just a second. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And my next story, I just wanted to give a little update because I found it quite interesting of like all the cultural institutions or like cultural events or whatever that are boycotting Russia at the moment because obviously I mean you can hear everything you need to hear about the Russia's invasion about Russia's invasion into Ukraine on the shit show or you can read it in the newsletter I'm spending lots of time with it or on it at the moment so Culture Vulture is not the place where I'm going to describe to you what happens but luckily for you the shit show is so you can go and listen there but I just wanted to go through a list of some of the things that are being boycotted because I found it quite interesting so Mm -hmm. We have, like, bands that aren't playing there or refusing to, like, do the festivals they were going to do in Russia or whatever, which totally. makes fucking total sense. We've Absolutely. Got, like, Louis would, Tomlinson. Yeah, who would? Who, who would want to go there anyway? Well, like, no. Oh. <laughs> who would want to go there and who would want to support them? Um, Louis Tomlinson cancelled his Russia and Ukraine shows. Green Day also um, the Killers. Mm-hmm. Formula One have ended its contract with the Russian Grand Prix. Spotify closed its Russian offices indefinitely. Shit. Live Nation, who we know organise huge events like Astro World, they are cancelling dates in Russia um, and they're moving to cease all business in the country. Um, also, like major movie studios are pausing their release dates in Russia because of obviously the invasion as well. Disney um, said that they're not going to release Turning Red, a new Pixar film yet. And Warner Bros. also said it's going to pause the release of um, The Batman, which is fucking huge. And last week we actually talked about how big these superhero movies are. And how much money they bring in. Exactly. And so these, I mean, 
it's the bare minimum for these places to be like we're not gonna we're not gonna stream it here like yeah. we're not gonna play it here but it's also like it is good to see it's you know, so doing, good. do what you can with what you have totally and this is the thing like when you list off all of these companies it's like together they're quite the force to be reckoned oh, with how yeah. and how much um monetary impact that cultural things have yeah and yeah. and these are just the cultural ones like we're not even talking about like visa and mastercard and totally. all the other huge fucking companies that are pulling out so and and it does make me a little bit sad for because obviously russia invading ukraine is because of putin not all russians are for putin no, in no, fact no. like they don't even get a say, obviously. They and don't they're even being see fed the media. media that is just False. basically propaganda. Yeah, and I think most of them, uh, or a lot of them, would be smart enough to see that it's propaganda and go, like, I get some emails from people in Russia being like, I read my news on Telegram or these private places because I know that mm-hmm. it's false. But I'm also like, when we say Russia invading Ukraine, I'm always like, not all Russia. Like, No, no, Putin. no. Anyway, um, the Glasgow Film Festival has dropped two Russian films from its lineup. FIFA has banned Russian teams ahead of the World Cup in Qatar. Eurovision bans Russia from competing. BBC pulls Doctor Who from Russian airwaves right. and like some other like hit TV shows that Russian people love. So, I mean, th- that's just a few. Like I could sit here and probably list off a whole lot more, but that's like the cultural impact as well is something Huge. really interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, so I think it's nice that they're pu- showing their solidarity by pulling their shit. Not nice for the Russian people that haven't done anything wrong and maybe just want to watch Doctor Who. Exactly. Like, imagine living in that country right now oh. and not supporting what's going on. Oh. You just feel Absolutely. so lost. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but naughty that Russia is I invading mean- Ukraine. <laughs> I mean, that goes without saying. <laughs> yes, naughty is just not enough just of a word. Naughty is not enough of a word. Mm. But honestly, go to the shit show and you can hear all the like actual goings on and true smart kind of takes. Uh, rather smart than, kind of? <laughs> smart kind of takes. I don't want to hide myself up too much. everything. Um, but live, live. Um, that's my naughty or nice. Let's, let's talk about Yay or Kanye. Yes, Yay is the main topic of today following the three part documentary that has just come out on Netflix. Um, Luce, you've watched this? I have. I have. All three parts? I would be a terrible podcast co host. <laughs> If I hadn't done the one thing that we were teasing for so, so long. I mean, it is like seven and a half hours I or know. something of footage. So, like, you know, give yourself time yeah. to to get through all of them. But it's it's a good watch. Yeah, what did you think of it? I, I thought it was really good. I mean, I myself don't know much about, like, documentary making, right? Because I've read a lot of reviews about how it's strange that Cody is so centred at, oh. like in this documentary and that someone was arguing that he was kind of using it to leverage himself a little bit, whereas, like, we only really care about Yay. I will say that I did skip through some of the just cootie parts. Cootie parts, like when Cootie was kind of, like, banished but also, from his life a maybe bit. it's kind of really smart because Yay is so self-centered that for Cootie to come in and one of the themes being, like, who are we centering it on at Totally. Well, I, I thought. Well, I just thought that people would take it more seriously and – take it from a much more empathetic stance if it is from someone who deeply loves Ye. And I think, like, giving it that personal touch was really important because at the moment he is obviously not in favour of the public, Ye, at all. And not that he should be at all, but it's, like, very. I think the point of this whole documentary was to show kind of how 
the yay of today has been created. And you could tell that it came from from love. It did. Which was also kind of one of my gripes with it was that like the part that I really wanted to see, Mm. those six years Mm -hmm. where Cody was pushed out of his circle, were completely left out, obviously, because Cody wasn't there to film it, which kind of just gave them an out to not mention, like, a lot of the, like... Like, the controversies. Any of, any of the controversies, 100%. to be honest. It was like, and this is, I think, what, when people were writing these reviews about how it's too centred around Cody, it's like, we're missing a whole lot of information. Like, yeah. the Taylor Swift controversy, oh, him everything. running for election, like, Everything that's prickly and hairy and the shit that people actually want to talk about. It yeah. made it a bit easier on them. As it was a little too easy. That they didn't have the footage. I mean, there is footage of that everywhere. You could go to any archive of any media company. For sure. Um, and you could have found it. So I thought it was like a slight cop-out and a four-part series with a whole bit on those six years. And maybe not from Cody's point of view, directed by someone else for that, like, third part would have been great would have been great would have rounded it out i hate to do this to you all but if you want to hear the rest which i know you do head over to culture vulture wherever you get your podcasts love you